Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. Slow progress. It may seem like no progress is being made on reduced in debt, but at this stage, it is a slow process. Once quitting using credit, identify items to cancel made through those tough choices, it's a waiting game for cash to increase. It starts out very slow, so do not give up. Stay focused on what the objective, reducing debt. Understanding how the debt got out of control is important into getting out of debt. I have a link in my show notes about the debt spiral from investopedia.com, the debt spiral. How the debt spiral begins. For many people, the slide into debt begins with student loans. An estimated 43 million Americans have student loan debt with an average balance of just under $40,000. Unfortunately, student loans may be a necessity to pay for undergraduate or graduate degrees as tuition costs rise year over year. Because paying for college or technical training in cash is unfeasible for most people, education loans are the only choice. The downside is that taking out a loan immediately compromises your personal balance sheet. While you're in school, you're accumulating debt at a time when you probably don't have enough income to even make a single loan payment. You may also be incurring other type of debts in your 20s. Credit cards, for example, can have recover the daily cost of living while you're still in school or even afterwards as you begin your career. While your loans are accruing interest, credit cards end up by charging significantly higher interest rates than those of school loans sinking you even deeper into debt. When you finish school, debt spending is further reimbursed if you live in an area where you need a car to hunt for a job or commute to work. The result is a visit to the auto dealer where you find yourself uh, confronted by a salesman who cheerfully asks, what size monthly payment are you looking for? By the time you leave the dealership, another debt has been added to your burden. A home mortgage may come next. Soon, the percent of income dedicated to make monthly payments become overwhelming. To reduce the burden, you take out another loan in form of a debt consolidation. Through bundling together high interest rate debt and refinancing them at a low interest rate sounds like a smart idea. The reality is that most people end up even deeper in debt within this a few years. As soon as their monthly payments decline, the rate of spending increases. After a few rounds of debt consolidation later, many people find that so much of their income is going to pay outside debt that they can no longer stay current with other expenses. Eventually, this could result in a damaged credit score, which leads to the uh, inability to borrow at a low interest rate. High interest rate loans and credit card payments further restrict cash flow and even lead to bankruptcy. Although bankruptcy may provide means to reset one's finances and start over, it often merely acts in a manner similar to that of debt consolidation. 
making the beginning of another debt spiral. Now, how are you going to get out of that? You know, how do you break the cycle of debt? If you're ready to escape the debt spiral, the first step is to stop borrowing money. That's what I've been saying. The first rule in my refinance, my debt reduction plan, is to quit using credit. Now, many of you, if you listen to my last two episodes, you may still be in the process of trying to quit using credit. You got to stay focused. You got to stay with it because this is the only way you're going to get yourself out of debt. This debt spiral in that what I just read in the article had people doing debt consolidation loans. That is a number one no-no because what is a debt consolidation loan? You're creating more debt. You're using more credit. And in reality, it may be a five-year loan, but you may be with some determination. You stay focused. You can get those credit cards paid off much faster and within a two-year period or maybe even less. That's a lot less than five years. And once you do a debt consolidation loan, you got these credit cards that are paid off. If the bank where you got your consolidation loan didn't require you to cancel those credit cards, which hurts your credit score, you may start using them again and you're just getting farther deeper back into debt. It's a cycle. So how are you going to get out of that cycle? Well, the first number one rule, and always remember, number one rule, quit using credit. Quit borrowing money, period. No matter what you think, just stop borrowing money. So whatever you think you're going to do, if you're going to do a debt consolidation loan, no. If you're going to do a debt settlement, no, because you're going to have to pay somebody to do that for you. And once you pay those fees, they may or may not be successful in getting your debt settled. And then you still end up owing a bunch of money and you just out money. So don't do that. Balance transfer to another credit card. Unless you have a plan, you want to avoid doing that. My plan is to pay one off, wait till it has a zero balance for a while. When they offer you a balance transfer onto that card where you transfer higher interest rate loans or credit card balances onto that card, you only transfer enough on there that you'll be able to pay off in the time period where you're getting the zero interest because you're going to pay a fee to transfer the money over three to five percent. That should be recouped within two to three months of reduced interest that you're paying on that high interest card on the amount that you transfer over. And then you pay that off within that time period. You don't let it ride out. If you let it ride out, you're not doing yourself any favors. You didn't, you just delayed the process of getting deeper in debt. So don't do that. Pay it off. 
That is my only exception. On your retirement plans, do not borrow money from your 401k or your IRA. Because if you would leave the employer or get fired or whatever on a 401k, once you quit or leave, you have to pay that loan back. And you're probably not going to have the money to do it. So what's going to happen? You're going to borrow money to do it. And we're trying to quit using credit. So whatever you do, you want to try to look at the long term. And if the long term answer is to borrow more money or use more credit, you don't do it. So how you break? Well, first step is to stop borrowing money. Credit cards are often the lead culprit in creating consumer debt. So that means putting the plastic away, pay in cash, write a check, or use a no-fee debit card to make your purchases. This way, you'll see how much you're spending, and when the money runs out, you won't, able, won't be able to spend more. Very important. That is why you create yourself a budget. That is why tracking all your spending and all your income is the lifeline of your personal finances. And then creating the budget is your control center where it helps you see what's going on. So it controls what you're going to do next. So if you're still on a process of you got to make those tough choices, if you want to get the out of debt and want to pay off those credit cards, maybe student loans, maybe a car payment or two, maybe your line of credit on your home and then your mortgage. You got to do all of these steps. And one of the steps early on that you have to do is to reduce your spending. This is a mental thing. It may be the reason why you got yourself in so deep of debt to start with. You have a spending problem. So you got to look at where your money is going and get rid of, make the tough choices. What can I live without? If you want to pay off your debt, the quickest way is to minimize all your spending down as much as possible. You pay for your needs first. Housing, transportation, food. I've put clothing off for at least a year. When I say housing, it's everything related to the house. So it's your mortgage payment, your insurance, your utilities, all your internet prescription provider, and all your streaming of your TVs. Because it's all connected to your house. You can't use it anywhere else most of the time. What can you get rid of? to reduce that down to the bare minimum. And then what can you reduce on what you're spending on? Can you get different plans like on your cell phone plan to get the same service but at a lesser cost? You change providers. Maybe your current providers have a new plan out there that because your plan is three or four years old, it's time to look. Same way with your homeowner's insurance and your auto insurance. The step two of the debt reduction plan is make the minimum payment. That's free enough money and you want to free up money so you can build your emergency fund because the main purpose of having an emergency fund is to help you quit using credit. It's all related. It all goes together. Then as you build up your emergency fund, 
and you get the minimum of $1,000 and you keep building, you should also be putting in the minimum amount into your retirement plans. So if your employer is doing a 5% match, you should put in 5%. If your employer is doing a 3% match, you should do in 3%. Don't stop that and do not borrow from you any retirement plan because that could get you in trouble down the road. I'm trying to help you focus on what's going on and what you need to do. It may seem like you're not making any progress now, but in reality, you are. If you've stopped using credit and you're paying cash for everything, you're making some progress. If you identify things that you can live without and do away with and you cancel those items, maybe you're still doing that. You should only take you about a week to do all this. Maybe the first month, month and a half to get completely off the credit cards, but it's only going to take you a week or so to identify those things that you're spending money on that you don't need, that you can do away with and cancel. Then it may be a 30-day cycle before they're not charged again. Then that money is left in your checking account. So you'll have a little bit more money the next month. I hope that kind of makes sense to you because it's important. The more money that you have in the checking account after you have all your bills pay, the faster you're going to build up your emergency fund, the faster you're going to build up beyond the minimum balance of $1,000, and the faster you'll be able to apply the excess over the minimum amount to some of your debt. If you're a person that needs to have rewards often, or if you need to pay off something to have the effect that you're making some progress, then you need to focus on the snowball method. Pay off the lowest balance first, then the next lowest, and then the next lowest. Don't worry about the interest rate. I know my plan pays off the lowest balance first, and then after that, you apply the money to the highest interest rate card first. But if you're somebody that needs to see progress on a regular basis and you have a card with a $2,000 balance, you have a card with a $3,000 balance, you have a card with a $6,000 balance, pay off the lowest one first, pay off the next one, pay off the next one. And before you know it, you'll have three cards paid off. At that point, if you still have credit cards, then start looking at the higher interest rate and then start knocking that one down because the less interest you pay, the more principal you'll pay and the faster you'll get them paid off. I know that makes sense to me, but maybe not to everybody. So if you're the type of person that needs to see some progress on a regular basis, lowest balance first and on through till you get everything paid off. Once you get the credit cards, we're, we're focusing, the first thing we're focusing on is your high interest rate loans. So that'd be credit cards and maybe uh, payday loans, things like that. Get those under control first. After that, then you want to start focus on student loans. We want to focus on any personal loans we may have, and that would be student loans and things like that. 
after you get that under control, then focus on your automobile loans, then your line of credit on your home, and then eventually your first mortgage. You got to stay focused. And in this beginning steps, if there's any way you can increase your income, you need to consider doing that. Is there any way you can have things in your possession that has a loan attached to it that you could consider selling? If you have, say, a motorcycle or a boat that's part of your debt problem, can you sell that item for more than what you owe on it? And if so, you should sell it, pay it off, and get that loan off your books. Get that loan out of your hair, and that'll free up more money to pay off your other debt faster. That would be a very good step to consider. Is there a car? Maybe you have three cars and two car loans. Can you get rid of one of those cars, pay off the loan when you sell it, and have a little bit of cash left. Now you have two cars, one with a loan and one without a loan, and you just reduce some of your debt. And that car loan is going to free up money again to apply to your other debt. So look at those type of items. Look at anything that you can sell that you no longer need or use on a regular basis and sell it. Have a garage sale in the spring or in the summertime sometime, try to sell stuff. If you can't sell it, then donate it to Goodwill, Salvation Army, where you can get yourself a tax deduction for it. We're trying to take advantage of every opportunity that we have to reduce our spending. I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you're interested in learning about an online software that helped myself get out of debt, it does tracking, budgeting, and keeps track of all your assets and all your debt. It even tells you how much and when to transfer money into your savings account and how much and when to transfer money to your debt and which debts to pay off in order first. It's not cheap. It's a one-time payment, but it will definitely be an investment, something in yourself, and an investment in your personal financial life. If you're interested, send me an email at reducedebtincreasewealth at gmail.com, and I'll send you the information about this online software that worked great for me. Well, this may be the slowest part of the whole process. It's the most important part. You got to stay focused. You got to stay committed to your goals of reducing your debt. And you got to remember rule number one, quit using credit. Whatever you do, whatever you consider doing, that's important. Don't do loan consolidations. Don't go to a debt counselor so that you can get a loan debt settlement. If somebody has promised you that you can get out of debt fast, they are lying because 
They're just trying to sell their services to you. Whether or not they're successful doesn't matter to them. Their goal is to get a fee from you. And the more fees you pay, that's the same as using credit. If you pay somebody a fee to help you get out of debt, that's money that could have been put aside to put against your debt. Keep on paying at least the minimum into your retirement plans and don't ever stop. Do not borrow money from your retirement plans because that could cause you to create more debt down the road. You never know what's going to happen. You know this is more mental, mental than math. You have to have the mindset that you're going to get out of debt. You have to know that someday down the road, you'll be debt free. You'll have a year's emergency fund, a year's worth of your spending or more. You'll have plenty of money invested. You'll be setting aside money for whatever you need. You'll be paying cash for almost everything. Again, your mortgage on your home is a necessity and buying a brand new car alone may be necessary. But don't buy new cars, buy used cars because they're much cheaper and you'll save a lot of money. The more money you can save, the less money you have to borrow, the longer you're going to be, the quicker you'll be out of debt. If you can in any way change jobs or get a second job to make more money, that's going to help this situation out especially in the beginning. You can accelerate your payments towards your debt if you have a higher income to do that. The debt spiral happens to about everybody. It happened to me. When I got out of college, I didn't have much. I was driving my brother's car that he loaned me. I had to buy a new car. I had student loans I had to start paying against within the first six months. It was a recession going on. There wasn't very many good jobs out there. Even for college grads, I wasn't making a whole lot of money. But I had to live with somebody and have a roommate to cover my living expenses. If you can get yourself in a situation where you can have a roommate help you with some of your living expenses, that will help you get your debt under control. Get rid of the items you don't need or use anymore, whether you have a garage sale or sell it on eBay or Craigslist or whatever you want to do. Start selling stuff you don't need and generate yourself some extra cash. Put it in your savings account and build up that emergency fund and then build it up past the required minimum, which to certain out should be $1,000. The main reason for the emergency fund is so that you can help you quit using debt if something bad happens, which eventually something bad will happen, especially when you're struggling to pay all your bills. So you need to reduce your bills down. If you're struggling to pay all your bills, then maybe you're spending too much money. And what's the reason? Maybe because you have too much debt. So you, if you got too much debt and you're trying to pay off old debt, things that you bought in the past, but yet have to pay for, well, now's the time. You got to look at the present, do away with things that you're paying for, free up more money to apply to your 
your debt on a later date. You gotta free up money, increase your savings, increase your emergency fund, and then apply money later on to your debt. You gotta pay the minimum amount, the minimum payment, and make sure that all your payments are made on time, the minimum amount. Because we're trying to avoid, avoid paying fees to the bank or the credit cards. We wanna pay no fees, we wanna pay a lot less interest, and we can get that debt under control much faster. This is a tough situation. If you've known that you've had a spending problem, you got to address your spending problems. If you go shopping just for the fun of it and buy things you don't necessarily mean need, you got to quit doing that. Shopping is not entertainment. You should only be going to the store to buy the things you need and no more because you have a debt problem. It's a mental. Don't worry about the math. The math will take care of itself. Do what works for you. If you want to see progress on a regular basis, pay off the lowest balance first and then the next lowest balance and the next lowest balance. If you want to try to get out from those high interest rate credit cards first, then the first one is the lowest balance first and then after that, pay off the highest interest for next and so on. And that'll help you reduce the amount of interest you're paying. It's all up to you. And if you don't take steps and recognize that this is a problem and take steps to solve the problem, you're always gonna be in debt and you'll never make anything that you wanna do very often. So let's get started. Quit using credit, make the minimum payment, do an emergency fund, a minimum of $1,000, build it up past 1,000, maybe to 3,000, take the amount over the $1,000, your minimum, which is 1,000, and apply it to some of your debt. Repeat over and over until your debt goes away. I paid off 135,000 in about eight, uh, three years and eight months, so it can be done. If you can look for other opportunities to make money or even change jobs or change careers so you can make more money, that's going to speed up the process. Get rid of the items that have debt attached to them if you can. If you can't, well, you just got to keep at it and pay them until they're paid off. That's all I have to say, but stay focused and don't give up and you'd be glad you did so.